When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip, chip, my little uh, business uh, starting uh, monsters. Wow, I had nothing prepared for this one. Don't start a tagline. On the spot business. No, but I mean, Chip Chip Baru came out of um, an on the spot tagline. Okay, do it. <laughs> yes, you're right. You should. Just Which all is our savings. A blessing and a curse <laughs> for both of us and the listeners. It's so true. You should see our DMs. <laughs> oh my God. For every pro Chip Chip Baru we get, there's anti Chip Chip Baru. Brutal sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, I am so excited to be here. I am too, as always, sitting across from you and Biscuit, who is passed out already. We are going to get right into this, but first, we have a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. Thank you, Hannah Kate. Moving forward, you will be known as the Banana Date Burger. Hannah, first of all, thank you so much for subscribing. We are so happy to have you. Do you think she was praying, like, please just don't do banana? Hannah Banana. Yeah. Yeah. Banana Fana Fofana. Me and my mom. Hannah. You are welcome to <laughs> create something with Hannah. I think a banana date burger sounds delicious. A little dessert burger? Yeah, or it doesn't even have to be. Yeah. You can put a date and a banana on a regular burger. I bet it would be so good. Do you want to know a fun fact that I was going to save for Skylar Sides, but it'll take like 10 seconds? Yes. Lauren Bouchard's favorite burger, and it makes me think less of him, is a pineapple bacon burger. Mm. I don't want pineapple. I don't want it on my pizza, and I don't want it on my burger. Lauren, you're one of my creative heroes, personal heroes, because you seem like such a lovely human, but do we need to have a chat about the pineapple situation? Uh, Skylar and pineapple do not go together. They don't. I've seen her throw fits over pineapple being on things. When has that ever happened? It's never happened, but 
you do not like pineapple. No. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hannah Kate. We're so glad you've joined us. Uh, that sounds weird. Sounds like we're like a cult. I could see like Bob's Burgers fans Should creating we start a, cult? a cult. Do you want to start a cult? Yeah. I think it would be hard to start a cult. That's why I'm always kind of impressed by someone who's able to pull it off. You have to have a level of narcissism that true. we don't have. We don't have the confidence. No, I'd be like, yeah, I'd leave us too. Go. Be free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to join us on Patreon with all the bonus stuff in Discord, have your name Burger Pund here on the show. You don't have to have a Burger Pund if you don't want to, but it's it makes me happy to do it. Go to patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. We have, I think, over 50 extra episodes over there. We do. But I'm, like, ready. I'm I'm ready to roll. Okay. Well, I'm doing um, Skylar's Sides, Max's Munchies today, so I'm going to let you decide which you want to do first. Puns or? I'm going to do puns first. Okay. Get the pressureful thing over with and then get a little lovely dessert. You got it. This week's edition of Bob Pun or Max Pun is Pest Control Trucks. Fun. Your first pun is, I always feel like somebody's squashing me. (laughs) Max. Bob's. Your next pun is, Gilligan's Flyland. Max. Yes. Your next pun is, Best of the Pest. Max. Yes. And your final pun is, Eyes on the Flies. Max. Bob's. Uh. Two for two. <laughs> Skylar, are you ready for Skylar Sides, a.k.a. Max's Munchies, a.k.a. The Fun Fact Before the Fun Facts? Dish it, girl. I'm excited about this one. I'm... Because... You asked me, am I ready for it? I am so excited. I love when we switch. I know. We so rarely do it. So yeah. this has been sitting kind of like in my um, notes for a long time. Okay, in 2016, Bob's Burgers did live events kind of around the country. Are these like table readings or burger pop-ups or? I think it's like a a whole show. Like they do. Oh, yes. yes. I know what you're talking about. They do like some songs from the show. They do voice stuff with the actors. They do comedy stuff. But I don't know exactly what it was. So at the beginning, they played a really funny video at the Los Angeles show um, but they also posted it, Bob's Burgers posted it in honor of the show's 100th episode. Fine. In 2016. Yeah. It's called Bob's Burgers Live, the movie. It was directed by Christian Shaw. Oh. And it was written by her, Rich Blomquist, a.k.a. her husband, who is a comedy writer, and John Roberts. Oh, my God. A dream team. It stars Christian Shaw, along with H. John Benjamin, Dan Mintz, Eugene Merman, John Roberts, Larry Murphy, Lauren Bouchard, Kevin Klein, David Herman, and Brooke Dillman. So all of those oh. Bob's Burgers voices appearing as themselves. So you get to if if you've ever like not like looked at the Bob's Burgers actors and seen their voices, so like this this video is a great opportunity for you to see everyone who does the voice and what they sound like. And um, it's worth watching. It's only like five minutes long, but I'll play a little bit. Please. Just to get a taste of it. Please. In a world where voice actors do live performances (laughs) in a desperate attempt to get audiences to love them even more. Hello? (laughs) They're doing that again? Why? 
Why don't they do Archer Live? Archer Live is a better show. Yes, it is. Tell them I will never, ever do that again. Ever. Never! Thank you, Todd. Did you hear Todd? Never! Thank you, Randy. Did you hear Randy? Goodbye. So, that was obviously, we heard the most recognizable voice, potentially. I don't know. Yeah, H. John uh, Benjamin. Yeah, and he's like a makeup artist in this movie, and he's too busy putting makeup on someone to like care about doing <laughs> Bob's Burgers live. And then it goes through like kind of like all the actors as they're rounding them up for this live. Now that I've seen that, I've seen like the tiniest clip of this, but I haven't seen it all the way through. I want to sit down and watch it on our big screen this evening. We'll watch it later. Again, I I recommend that you all watch it because it's a lot of fun. And I think the person doing the um, inner world voice Uh is David Herman, a.k.a. Mr. Frond. Amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. I have been sitting on that for a very long time, and I'm so glad you finally know about it. Do you I was, feel lighter? Yeah, but I've always, like, every week I'm like, is this the week she's going to bring it up on Skylar's <laughs> side? And I'm going to be like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> I would never steal it from you. I would be like, no. No. Shut sh- your mouth. You shut your mouth. Danny McBride me. Grab, grab your lips. <laughs> yeah. Like a cartoon <laughs> character and with in between my fingers. Should we get into the episode, Skylar? Let's do it. How did that feel, taking on... Skylar sides and burger puns back to back. I think I'm going to nap for like the next six minutes of this podcast. <laughs> okay. So if you're perfect. on your own, yes. Or you can take a sip of your coffee, which is when I do dangerous the synopsis, you normally take a sip of your coffee. Well, I'll give you another reason to, to subscribe to our Patreon. We recorded a new one. We were doing a showdown of all the best holiday songs and it, it's live right now. If you want to, Um, We do a bracket and we like pit them up against each other. It's really fun. But Max spilled his coffee in the middle of that episode and it flew everywhere. It wasn't a spilled coffee. It was like a full cup of coffee flipped up in the air and got over everything as we were recording. This is like a 12 ounce cup of coffee the second time this has happened i think the first time was actually on the main feed here yeah, yeah. It, it it was wild so uh lesson finally learned the coffee is not near i don't know because this is a dangerous reach to your coffee yes but it's i have like to three but, feet away from you i'm not reaching over my coffee to like access my mouse and keyboard here I have to like reach and like know and be focused. Okay. As opposed to like, oh, my hand's just moving around, knocking over. I understand. I'm just still going to call that I don't think this is a great setup. I don't think there's a safe coffee setup where I'm sitting. Okay. There's, okay. there's no safe place. Trust me. <laughs> For the love of God. For the love of God. Can we get into the episode? Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis? For season nine, episode three, please. The title is Tween Entrepreneurs. Is it? Is that it? Yeah, and that was really good. I, it's hard I've to struggled say. saying it every time I've looked at it in my head. We'll see if I get it again, because that was just like a fluke. Put on your business casual barrettes, my belchies. We're heading to Tweentrepreneurs, where Tina becomes a full-fledged business monster after she moves from the wrong side of the cardboard, where her siblings and Rudy are, to the evil executive suits. She's ruthless and eventually runs the class's woodchuck business into the ground. Meanwhile, there's a dine and dasher at the restaurant. 
This episode came out on October 14th, 2018. It was written by Greg Thompson and directed by Ryan Matos. His first episode directing. He's a storyboard artist on Bob's. Very good. <laughs> I'm doing the notes this week, and I have some fun facts oh, for you about okay. Ryan. Oh, great. One was that he was a storyboard artist, and now he. this is his first episode directing. He directs a lot more after this, so let's keep an eye out for him. And here is the most important fun fact about Ryan, besides being a talented director. He has a Frenchie named Pig. You can find it on his Instagram, cute, cute, cute. I love when dogs are named different animals. Me too. It's so adorable. So I love Pig already. I haven't seen Pig myself, but I'm looking forward to seeing Pig. Very cute. Yeah. What animal would you name, rename Biscuit if we rename him something? I also always like naming the animal in the vein of Breakfast at Tiffany's, the actual animal. So like her cat's name is Cat. So we could name him Dog. You want to name Biscuit Dog? Duck. 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 I, I do cute. like Duck. Yeah. All right, Max Miller. Tell me, how did you feel about this episode? I think this is an excellent uh, episode if you want to introduce your children to capitalism. Yeah. My piece here is I loved this episode so much and it depressed me so much. Yeah. It's upsetting to see these lovely children who are so creative and know how to have so much fun get stuck in the nine to five hellscape. Yeah. And I would also argue that the muscle, the laborers, that's not a nine to five situation. That no. is an overworked situation. Yeah. It also, I think it become this episode becomes more relevant with each passing year. Like clearly this system just isn't working for us. But you know, now with the writer's strike. I wrote that in my in oh, my notes did? when we were watching. Yeah, I was like, this is like it's so funny that we're recording this now. I mean, this is gonna come this episode's gonna go up in a few weeks. The writer's strike will have been over for a few weeks, but like we watched this right as the writer's strike ended. And it's so it could be an episode they just wrote based on what happened I know before they went and started striking. And not only did we watch this episode right as the writer's strike was ending, but right as Kaiser Permanente went on strike. So becomes more relevant with each passing year. But if we shake that off, because it's like a little too close to home, I really enjoy this episode. Some of the highlights for me are, I love when Tina snaps into her like darker shadow side. It's so fun for me. Me too, which is also another example of that happens to people yeah. Like Tina, who are good people and who have a conscience. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, but I'm being offered this. Uh, let me not worry about these people over here. Listen, money. Power. And sparkly soda drinks. Very Correct. seductive. Yes. The, it's very mostly seductive. the sparkly soda drinks. Yeah. I, if you don't know, I have a true addiction to Topo Chico. So the soda stream investment really hit me in my heart. Loved Rudy. And if you're, Rudy's such a character that I really felt for him. I was just like, get him a damn mask, his poor lungs. So he was the perfect character to pair up with 
Louise and Jean. Yeah. And yeah, he's such a poor little guy in this. I mean, he's always, he's, he's regular size Rudy. He's little and he's, but look, just look at him. But he's, yeah, but he's, he's such a, you like, you just like, you want to hold him and take him out of there and be like, no, no, honey, this is not, this is not for you. This is, you don't deserve this. You deserve so much better. I just want you to be regular size Rudy's like dating coach as he grows up. Okay. I mean, if I get to just hang out with regular size Rudy, sure. I'm, you're down. I'll help him out. Yeah. yeah. I want him to have better success than his father has had in the dating scene. Oh, gosh. Yes. Poor guy. And for those of you wondering why we're not commenting on the um, Rudy-centric episode in season 14, it's because we're recording this before that episode has aired, but even though I'm this is coming excited. out after. Yeah. So we can't really comment on it. But I will just say that Rudy was phenomenal in that episode. You know I it. I already know. You, thanks, Brian Husky. Yeah. Some other highlights of this A story. You get all the kids. Jocelyn and Tammy are great. Tammy's a great villain. Jimmy Jr. and Zeke are hysterical. Jocelyn, the perfect secretary, I think. Like, just <laughs> perfect. I don't know. Would I, she I just want... blindly do anything? Yeah, I feel like. I feel like she would make me laugh, which would be really nice if I had a secretary. Just giggles. And soda. Giggles and soda. I remember writing down while we were watching this, at the very beginning, there was an Elon Musk joke. And I was like, also, that also could have been written this week, just like the writer's strike. My stomach. Very relevant. It's very relevant. Just like the bleakening with all the drag queen bands that episode, that that two-parter Christmas episode becomes even more relevant now. So these two episodes, I'm like, yep, you guys are talking about important things. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes is where Tina tries to, like, business mentor Bob. And he calls her a business monster. And I think she mishears him and thinks that he said business master. I just love Tina and she's just fantastic. Yeah, it's... Tina's had a, a strong run, I feel like, in season nine so far. Yes. And I totally agree that I love seeing her stand up for the people and then be seduced and become a monster herself. Yes. And of course, when all is said and done, the Tina's conscience, as always, wins over. It's so sad when she's trying to take Teddy's money. Oh my God, poor Teddy. But- I want to add this in to our fan theory, which we've covered in on Patreon, mm-hmm. the Is Teddy Rich fan theory, because we didn't talk about this, but he is so willing. I know he loves the Belchers. I know he loves these kids. He'll do anything for this family to part with this money. And he's almost demanding it even after he's being convinced not to. Mm-hmm. And I know that's part of like Teddy not, you know, Teddy's willing to do anything for this family, mm-hmm. but- uh, it could be just because he's got extra money and he doesn't really need it. He's a hoarder. Also, he can hoard some money. Yeah. And going back to the beginning of that scene, he's saying, like, I always want to invest in things, but I never do. Money hoarder. Yeah. I think, I yeah. think Teddy might be rich. I, everybody was so hard on me about that fan theory, but I stand by it. The evidence is speaking for itself. Yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since you mentioned it, let's talk about kind of the moral catharsis of this episode. I love that Tina realizes that this is not good what she's doing. And it's kind of cool that she actually gets an actual debt. Like these aren't school stakes. She gets into like real world stakes when she owes Edith uh, money. This is one of my favorite Edith episodes. She's not my favorite character, but I think she works perfectly in this episode. But I love that it is Tina who digs herself out of her own whole and it's her creativity and her imagination that does it. I think rebranding the googly eyes as anything objects was just brilliant. I loved it. The bad prototypes or the bad woodchucks they were selling literally irked me. Splinters are so horrifying to me. I do not like them 
just looking at the animated texture of that wood sent me over the edge. Yeah, but I'm happy for my boy Rudy not having to sand anymore. Oh, me too. I'm I'm happy for him too. Would you like a few fun facts about the A story? Yes, and then we'll dive over to the B story. Yep. Dive and dash over to the B story. Dive. Love you. Okay. No, it worked. Okay. It totally worked. So, you said that Tina has had a great season nine run. While we're on the topic of that, do you remember in the first episode of season nine, just one of the boys for now for now, there's a lot of different Tina fantasies. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the like frenemies, friends to lovers situation where she's in a conference room? Yeah, they go to Paris. Oh, they do? I forgot. So the same business suit that Tina is wearing in that fantasy, she is wearing in the end credits of this episode. Perfection. We'll put that side by side in our carousel on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, you should be Bob's credits and you can go look at that right now. I want to say more about this business suit, but we'll do that when we get into the credits. The other fun fact and last fun fact I have for you is that this episode was originally titled Futurepreneurs, which is much, much, much easier to say. I'll show you my proof right here. This is the script cover for the episode. Also on our carousel right now. And it clearly states Futurepreneurs. So some speculate, hypothesize that the reason they had to change this is because there is an, an actual Canadian organization called Futurepreneurs. I went and checked out their website. They look like they're doing some really amazing work. Um, so I'm guessing that's why they changed it. I don't know for sure, but uh, they obviously had to change it in the episode too. So some interesting tidbits for you. Yeah, I love when we can find the script covers with the original titles that eventually get changed. It's always fun to see them. Yeah, because it's like a a peek behind the business workings of the show Mm -hmm. because the creatives do their thing. And then the suits, as we're talking about, are probably like, oh, you can't use this. You can't say this, blah, blah, blah. Fun, fun stuff. Freaking suits. Very interesting, by the way, to have a episode like this where Mr. Fishota doesn't make an appearance. I know. Feels like he would, but he's not here. And we miss him. I missed him. I always miss him. B-story. B-story time. Love this B-story. It's it's might be one of my favorite B-stories. It's really? so fun. It's it's the perfect blend of Linda and Bob. And I just love everything this Dine and Dasher does to pull one over on them. It's really funny. Yeah. I relate to Linda in this episode because Well, and Bob, I feel like the cash thing would have gotten me. I'm so bad at making change. And then when Linda says... Both twins are evil? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't get that it's him. There's no twin. I just could so see myself saying that. I just find Linda and Bob paired together in this completely adorable. Teddy's amazing, too. Yeah, I love Teddy making appearances in both stories. Yeah, just killing it. Yeah, it's just a really like simple storyline, and it's just so funny. Like it's just so funny to watch them kind of get fooled over and over again, and just like the catharsis of the Dino Dasher being like, you know what? I usually only hit a place once, but I just had to come back and keep hitting you because the food is so good. We love a Bob Belcher food win, and yeah. even though he's well, he gets paid 
He gets all his money back. We'll so hear that because like I think it's like the last moments before the end credits. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that scene because we'll listen to it. But just pointing out this scene in episode cap is perfection to me. You got the A story, the kids coming back to the restaurant, colliding with the B story for this perfect family moment. And it's perfection. Should we? Just get into it? Let's do it. Okay. You don't touch anything. Louise and Jean are going to duct tape your hands and your feet. That seems fair. No problem. I don't even know what's happening, but I love it. Pay first. Push your wallet across the counter with your face. And don't talk while we make change. In fact, we're not even making change. It's all tip. I say we do this for all our customers now. We'll feed you your burger. Hi, I'm Tina. I'll be your feeder today. Would you like me to pretend your food is some sort of airplane or train? Train, please. You're a good businessman, Dad. Thank you, Tina. She's a business monster. What do we see, Max? We are in the standard end credit sequence in the kitchen. Bob is prepping burgers, but instead of Louise and Tina helping him prep the burgers, Tina is kind of in the foreground in this business suit that you mentioned, mm-hmm. dancing, mm-hmm. and Louise is sitting up on the counter, adorable, and she has the soda machine and is using it to make a little like tss noise on beat with this music that we're hearing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Question for you. Do you like orange soda? I did as a kid. Like the really like sweet stuff. Like my go-to yeah. at McDonald's was they had like high C orange. Oh, yeah. You told me about that the other day. Yeah. But not really now. I don't know. I feel like you could sweet. put one in my hand right now. I haven't had it in a decade or so. And I would love it. It would definitely take me back because I definitely drank it a lot as a kid. Tina is doing all sorts of dance moves. I like that her dance moves look a little older. This is what I wanted to talk about. First of all, her suit is like a maroon suit. She has a blazer and a pencil skirt and I think like a pink shirt underneath and like I believe little heels why this gives me all the feels is she really looks like she's in her 30s, in the 80s, like she's 30 in the 80s. And it swells my heart because I can really see what Tina's going to look like when she is, you know, a girl boss business gal. It's so sweet. And her dance moves look a little bit older than... uh her 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 little hand pause that she yes. usually does. She's doing this like turkey neck thing. And it looks doing, very fifty. At a certain dancing. point, she's kind of like it's not like a hip thrust, but she's. It reminds me of Pee Wee doing like the tequila dance that he does. One in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, I love that. I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh, we just watched it recently. No, that's something that stuck in like it's it it's a lives classic. in it's, my it's, head. It's free. iconic. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it kind of looks like that. We get an appearance from Linda in the window, and she is dancing along with Tina. She's pounding soda, limit all snacks. She'll talk about it later, she'll circle back. Now she's doing like this, like jumping t- onto each leg and like flapping her wings almost. You know? Her arms, like what wings. I think it is. Because I've done a lot of my mom's jazzercise videos with Jane Fonda. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's kind of, I think it's called The Pony. I think the feet are the pony. Uh-huh. I Do not ask me what she's doing with her arms. Falcon. She's, so doing, she's the doing the pony on the bottom. And the falcon on the top. Yes. It's like, it's like the dance version of the mullet. Yes. 
All right. These are already really, really good credits, but I think we have one more, one more surprise. We have more than one. All right. A lot happens here. She's a business monster, a business monster. Walking around like a crap don't stank. She's a business monster, a business monster. Okay, what are those last you the last us. double surprise? You tell us. It happens okay. very fast. Everything happens quickly, yes. So in the service window, we see the Dine and Dasher run off in his hat, which he wore in this when he was tricking them the second time. He's wearing like a blue shirt now. Yeah. Bob tosses his spatula up in the air <laughs> and runs to chase after him. Linda does the same. They're both chasing after him. They run. So fast. Bob is outside of that kitchen. I've never seen Bob run this fast in yeah. his whole life. Yeah, we know he's going to gas out the second he gets outside <laughs> based on what happens in the episode. Yes. But we also get Gene jumping in. He comes from the right side of the screen where he normally comes in his burger costume, but he's a lot closer to the camera. And he's got his butt to- towards us because he's got the googly eyes on his butt and he's dancing. Which is not the first time we've seen it. It is it. He's bringing back a joke from the episode. I feel like Gene is the kind of person who would just drive a joke into the ground. Oh, yeah. That's why I relate to him. Yeah. So well. Yep. The song, very obviously, if you've come this far with us in the end credit sequence, you can recognize a John Roberts-led voice. Mm-hmm. Um, very clearly John Roberts singing there. And do you want to hear the lyrics? I do, because I don't think I caught them all, but I already know I love them. Okay. She's a business monster. Pushing units and making bank. She's a business monster. Her cardboard office is totally swank. <laughs> She's pounding soda, living on snacks. She'll talk about it later. She'll circle back. <laughs> She's a business monster. Walking around like a crap don't stink. She's a business monster. 1010 lyrics. Great, great song. Great song. Something I also really love about the lyrics. And seeing Tina all dressed up like this is, I think I'm very similar to Tina in this way, that when I was like 13, 14, I had such a vision of who I was going to be when I was like 25, because 25 was like ancient to me. Like, I thought you were like an adult at 25, (laughs) And I was going to live in New York and have like a black turtleneck and a bob cut. And I was going to be like working in a skyscraper, like a trench coat would be in my closet for sure. I don't say that. I thought you said a bobka, which is like a, <laughs> in New York, they're very popular at like Jewish delis. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense to me. But then it, then it hit me that you said bob cut. <laughs> so I love that. Also, fun fact about me. Probably because I worked in like the corporate world for a little bit too long. I hate business lingo. I'm not into ping me, circle back. The only time I use it is when I'm, uh, Max and I are doing business over email and I'll jokingly be like, circle back, ping me and, uh, EOD. Yeah. Oh, uh, hate EOD. (laughs) I'm like, we do not like business stuff over here. We're anti business. We work a lot for people who are anti-business. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's Uh. Uh, Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm going to give these an 8.5. And Sorry, go ahead. No, please. No, you go ahead. I'm going to give them a 9. Okay. I actually would not have even given them an 8.5. They would have been much lower if it was just 
Tina dancing to this song, which is great as is, but everything that happens at the very end just elevated it for me. Yeah, I'm very embarrassed to say that I did not see the Dine and Dasher. I noticed that you did not see it. Was I looking I, at my phone? I think you had started, like you had already glanced down to start writing your synopsis yesterday when we watched it. And I was like, she missed the Dine and Dasher. Yeah, <laughs> but that's life. That's why we do this podcast, because you got to grab the details. Well, I'm sorry. It was 5.30 and I wanted to stop working, so I needed to write the synopsis. People don't look down at your phones during Bob's Burgers and credit sequences. Yeah. They're, they're too good. Yeah. The song totally brought it up half a point for me. It's an original song. The lyrics are hilarious. I think you should come up to nine with me, but you know what? You do you. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay at an 8.5 and not let um, the suit convince me to raise my score. You know what? I'll circle back on that later by EOD, um, and we can go from there. Okay. That seems fair. Um, Not to me. Those are the end credits to, oh, I got to say it now, tween trapreneurs. You got to get the tra. That's the hardest part. Tween trapreneurs. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go fall. I can't believe I even said this, but we're on YouTube now, and we've got multiple videos up there for you to watch, and we're going to continue to release them. So make sure you're subscribed and interact with us over there, comment, like, all that stuff. But we hope you're enjoying those. We're having so much fun making them. They go live every Saturday morning because the reason we chose Saturday is we thought, like, you want to be snuggled up in your PJs and have something Bob's related to watch on Saturday morning with your morning coffee. Plus, the podcast comes out on Sunday, so you can get a little full weekend of Bob's credits if you'd like. Hell yes. Um, you can just like search on YouTube Bob's credits, and yeah. you'll find our accounts there to yes. go through any videos you want to go through. My mother is not happy with our lighting. Well, we are not either. We're, we're, we're trying to figure it we're out. We're figuring out lighting and audio and stuff like that, but everything is... It's it's not bad. We're having so much fun. Yeah, we're having a good time, and we hope you enjoy it as much as we are. And um, just Bob's credits over there, Bob's credits on Instagram, Bob's credits on TikTok, Bob's credits on Threads, Bob's credits everywhere, wherever you need to find us. Business message, business. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? That's it. I'm just going to say stay saucy, folks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.